0: Pre-inaugural events, America United Inaugural Welcome. On the Saturday before the inauguration, America United Inauguration Welcome Event Celebrating America's Changemakers opened the inaugural program by celebrating the election of biden and harris through a series of musical performances and political speeches the live streamed event opened with an original performance of everybody deserves to be free by the resistance revival choir a group of female and non-binary protest singers featuring a lead vocal by soul artist diva May Hall, members of the group pre-recorded video and audio of their individual performances, which were digitally assembled on screen for the airing. The Pledge of Allegiance was then led by members of the Girl Scouts. Mexican-American producer Cristela Alonso introduced the program, marking that Biden's inauguration would be the beginning of the next chapter in American history. New Mexico Congresswoman Deb Haaland, then recounted the contributions and struggles of America's indigenous peoples and introduced Quechan Indian Tribal Nation. Quechan. Sorry, I have to correct myself sometimes because I, I may mispronounce, but that innocently happens. And introduced Quechan Indian Tribal Nation leader Claudette White. I should say Native American. Because when you say any of that could be pejorative. So let me correct myself one more time. Quet Chen, Native American tribal nation leader, Claudette White, who joined the performance of a traditional song. After the performance, several female political organizers appeared remotely and discussed the significance of Harris's election as the first female vice president. Well, I'm also sensitive to the word female because a lot of women view that as pejorative so i'll say first woman vice president alonzo then introduced actor nick dodani who emphasized the importance of biden's inauguration and civil rights activist janet Mergua, who spoke of the political successes of women of color in the 2020 presidential election international national local union leaders including american federation of teachers president randy weingarten and national education association president rebecca s pringle along with leaders representing firefighters government and service sector employees steel auto postal food and communications workers and celebrated biden's win as successful workers in their respective industries citing his support of their causes, such as the fight for $15, the minimum wage. Actress Whoopi Goldberg then appeared and said that she feels optimistic for the nation under biden harriss leadership. An actor and musician Darren Kristen performed a cover of Your Love Keeps Lifting Me Higher and Higher. Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms of Atlanta, Georgia, an early endorser of Biden's 2020 campaign, then joined, saying, Biden will ensure that all Americans have their voices heard. Musical group The Black Pumas then performed their song Colors and said they're looking forward to a new sense of optimism, unity, and peace for all Americans. Concluding the event, New York Congresswoman Grace Ming introduced Harris, who said that she stands on the shoulders of those who created opportunities for women, particularly African-American women, to participate in politics. Official musical playlist. The Biden inaugural committee released an official musical playlist of 46 songs symbolizing Biden as the 46th president that was created by disc jockey D-Nice and music label Radio, created by act- by actress... I'm going to make sure I pronounce her name right. So forgive me if you hear um, a an automatic automated voice. So, hold on for a minute. That is a YouTube ad that I'm going to skip. Listen. There we go. Issa Ray. I don't want anybody coming after me saying, you butchered my name. Nope. The computer corrected me created by actress Issa ray the playlist is part of the committee's efforts to have americans participate from home for the inauguration the playlist released on all major streaming platforms includes biden harris and their spouses walk-on songs which were played when they appeared on stage at campaign rallies according to Rolling stone biden's walk-on song is we take care of our own by bruce springsteen Jill Jill Biden's, Dr. Biden's, Jill Biden's is You Wake, You Make My Dreams Come True by Hall & Oates. Harris's is Work That by Mary J. Bly's and M. Hoff's is You Get What You Give by New Radicals. Committee CEO Allen remarked that the musical selections reflect the relentless spirit and rich diversity of America and will serve as the score to a new chapter in American history as Biden and Harris begin their important work to unite the country. We the People Virtual Concert On the Sunday before the inauguration, Biden's inaugural committee organized the virtual We the People Concert fundraiser hosted by actor Keegan-Michael Key, and actress Deborah Messing. Attendees of the live streamed event had to donate to the Biden inaugural committee to be allowed entry. The concert opened with Biden and his wife, Jill, thanking supporters of his campaign and uh, and acknowledging the lives lost in the COVID-19 pandemic. Biden remarked that it is the honor of his lifetime to serve as president. Musician Ben Harper was the first musical performance of the night playing his song With My Own Two Hands. Singer Michael Bivens made a video appearance and thanked viewers for their donations. Band AJR then performed their song Bummerland. Singer Barbara Streisand then joined to congratulate Biden and Harris, calling for them to restore the health of the United States and world. She also performed her rendition of Happy Days Are Here Again in American Standard. Messing Deborah Messing, introduced actor and former Barack Obama pre- former President Barack Obama administration member, Cal Penn, who reflected on the importance of the inauguration and in hope of a brighter future. Harris and her husband Doug Imhoff then joined via video link to thank supporters and list the issues they will face in leading the nation. Rapper Will I Am then performed American Dream, a charity single supporting his fundraising initiative for the I Am Angel Foundation to expand STEM education for underprivileged students. Actress and activist Sophia Bush later appeared to thank donors to the inaugural committee and musician Carol King performed her Grammy Award-winning song You've Got a Friend. Mexican actor Jamie Camel, Jamie Camille then delivered a short address on immigration. James Taylor performed America the Beautiful, which he also played at the 2013 presidential inauguration for Barack Obama and then Vice President Joe Biden. Actress Connie Britton reflected on political unity and the time she met the again then Vice President Biden at the 2016 United States of Women's Summit. Musical act Fallout Boy performed their song Centuries in a pre-recorded video share then addressed biden harris's win, saying that she is thrilled and optimistic for them to lead the nation she then performed a cover of miley cyrus's song i hope you find it in concluding the event dj cassidy addressed viewers and sampled music national day of service two days before inauguration day january 18 2021 is martin luther king jr day a federal holiday that recognizes dr king's birthday Biden and his inaugural committee encouraged Americans to engage in acts of community service and organized over 2,500 virtual or socially distant volunteer events in 56 U.S. states and territories in partnership with AmeriCorps. The committee recommended several volunteer activities aimed at improving people's economic health and social well-being, including writing cards for those recovering from COVID-19, knitting sentimental items for the homeless, serving as contact-less food and clothing donation drives and participating in community cleanups. Biden and his wife volunteered at Philabundance, a nonprofit food bank in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, by helping box can goods. Husband Harris and her husband volunteered in Washington, D.C united we serve online event on the evening of martin luther king jr day the biden inaugural committee celebrated dr king's commitment to community service through virtual speeches and music in united we serve a celebration of the national mlk day of service co-hosts sean patrick thomas and lynn whitfield um they're both actor and actress introduced the event and commended the acts of volunteerism Americans participated in during the day of service. Both Harris and her husband, Imhoff appeared and discussed the importance of the inauguration community service. Dr. King's son, Martin Luther King III, daughter-in-law, Andrea, and granddaughter, Yolanda, discussed community service. His youngest daughter, Bernice King, then spoke at a pulpit and remarked on her late father's practice of nonviolence. Musician, Alo Black. Alo Black performed his song, My Way. Celis Yo-Yo Ma performed Air and Simple Gifts. A composition he also performed at the 2009 President's Inauguration for former President Barack Obama in the presence of then Vice President-elect Biden. Andre Day performed her song, Rise Up, B.B. Wine, and sang Dr. Kings I Have a Dream speech. Alejandro Fernandez and ban Manya performed Deceptive sions and sheska and diane warren performed el cambia which was frequently played during biden's campaign additional speakers included the reverend al sharpton naacp president uh, Derek johnson national urban league president mark morale morial senators cory booker and tammy duckworth kansas congresswoman Sharice Davids, actress Rosie O. Dawson, and several other academics and civil rights activists who spoke on the legacy of Dr. King. Field of Flags. Across the National Mall to 13th Street, a public art display composed of 191,500 U.S. flags and 56 pillars of light representing the 50 U.S. states, D.C., and the five permanently inhabited U.S. territories were installed, representing those who could not attend the inauguration in person due to the attendance restrictions to prevent the spread of COVID-19. The field was lit the evening of January 18th. On Tuesday, January 19th, this is the Lincoln Memorial Lighting, Biden departed his home state of Delaware in a send-off ceremony at his late son, Beau Biden, to namesake Major Joseph R. Beau Biden III's National Guard slash Reserve Center in Newcastle. The event included remarks from Governor John Carney Biden and his wife, Dr. Biden, and a benediction by Rabbi Michael S. Fields of Congregation Beth Shalom, in Wilmington. Later that day, Biden, Harris, and their spouses participated in a nationwide lighting ceremony at the Lincoln Memorial Reflecting Pool. Inaugural organizers invited communities around the United States to light buildings and ring church bells at 5 30 p.m. East Coast time on the eve of the inauguration in a moment of unity and remembrance for those lost to the pandemic. The Lincoln Memorial lighting was held simultaneously, providing a moment of national reflection to help Americans find the spirit to rebuild after the pandemic. Cardinal Wilton Daniel Gregory, the Archbishop of Washington, delivered the ceremony's invocation. Gospel singer Elonda Adams sang Hallelujah and Michigan nurse Lori Mary Key performed Amazing Grace. Both Biden and Harris in their addresses emphasizes the importance of national grieving with Biden saying, it's how Americans heal. Several national landmarks participated in the lighting ceremony, including the Empire State Building, Space Needle, and buildings in major U.S. cities and on tribal lands. Washington National Cathedral tolled its bells 400 times in memory of the over 400,000 Americans who died thus far in the COVID-19 pandemic other virtual events inaugural program organizers also held three separate live streamed events commemorating the contributions of various racial and ethnic groups to the cultural diversity of america asian americans and pacific islanders asian americans and pacific islanders aapi were celebrated in api inaugural ball Breaking Barriers, a partnership between Inaugural Committee and advocacy organizations impact and run AAPI. The event featured remarks and musical performances from Neera Tandon, Congress People, Amy Barra, Pramila Jayapal, Andy Kim and Rasha, Krish Former Olympian Michelle Kwan, Actors Calpin, John Cho, Q... Kumail Najiani and Chloe Bennett in musical performances by Japanese Breakfast who played Everybody Wants to Love You, Ari Afsar, Raja Kumari, and others. African-Americans. African-Americans are celebrated in We Are One hosted by Terrence J through inspiring stories and entertaining performances, politician Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams, sorry. Congress people Jim Clyburn, Cedric Richmond, Joyce Beatty, Senator Cory Booker, and Senator elect Raphael Warnock appeared. Actors and actresses, including Leslie Jones and Ken Fields, were also featured. Musical acts Toby Nijwiggy, DJ D Nice, Frankie Beverly, the OJs Rapsati, and Step Africa, among others, performed. The event also included a Battle of the Bands featuring several historically black college marching bands from around the nation. Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority President Dr. Glenda Glover and Howard University President Dr. Wayne A. I. Frederick delivered remarks. Hispanic and Latino-Americans. Hispanic and Latino-Americans were celebrating the Latino Inaugural of 2021, Inheritance, Resilience, and Promise hosted by Eva Longoria in partnership with many Hispanic advocacy groups, including the Hispanic Feder- Federation. Entertainment figures John Leguizamo, Rita Moreno, Edward James Almos, Eva, Ivy Queen, and Becky G. appeared along with many civil and, and voting rights advocates and U.S. Senators Ben Ray Lujan, Bob Menendez, Catherine Cortez Masto, and Alex Padilla. Harris is his senatorial designate. Designate. Musical performers included Gilberto Santa Rosa, Gabby Moreno, featuring David Garza, who performed Fronteras. Lynn Manuel Miranda and Luis Miranda paid tribute to Puerto Rico through the song In Me Vallejo. San Juan, Mariachi Nuevo Santander performed American Folk Song, This Land Is Your Land, and All Star Tejanos United, an act from Roma, Texas performed, America the Beautiful, a salute to the Latino imprint. The Wailers performed the Emilio Estefan production, One World, One Prayer, featuring relatives of Jamaican musician Bob Marley. Train Ride, Biden originally planned to travel to Washington, D.C. from Wilmington, Delaware on an Amtrak passenger train, which he routinely took during his time as a U.S. Senator, earning him the nickname Amtrak Joe. However, this plan was canceled due to security concerns. On January 20, 2017, after completing his tenure as Vice President, Biden departed the city on an Amtrak Acelia train bound for his namesake station in Wilmington, Delaware. Inauguration Day morning, Biden and his wife, Dr. Biden, spent the night of January 19th at Blair House, the president's guest house, a custom for incoming presidents. A custom for incoming presidents. Traditionally, the president-elect meets with the outgoing president at the White House on the morning of their inauguration after a church service. Since Trump did not attend the inaugural ceremony, becoming the first outgoing, I'm at. Uh uh, I don't want to call him president to do so since Andrew Johnson in 1869 and did not communicate with Biden directly since the second presidential debate of the 2020 campaign. This tradition was not held. Uh. Okay, give me a minute. Oh, this is so damn stupid. Um, What an orange pig. Before both of his inaugurations as vice president, Biden attended a Catholic mass celebrated by... Father Kevin O'Brien. In in 2013, this service was at the vice president's residence. Biden and his wife, along with his second family, attended a massive Thanksgiving celebrated by Father O'Brien at the Cathedral of St. Matthew in Washington. Biden extended invitations to the four congressional leaders from both parties. Um, Fake Senator Majority Leader Mitch McConnell Republican from Kentucky, the real Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, Democrat from New York, an excellent House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, Democrat from California, and full of shit House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, Republican from California, and all four accepted. Trump Departure Ceremony. Trump departed for his Mar-a-Lago resort in Palm Beach, Florida, the morning of the inauguration out of Joint Base Andrews aboard Air Force One. Trump and his wife, piece of shit First Lady Melania Trump, landed on the tarmac in the helicopter marine one and were greeted by hundreds of his supporters a red carpet 21 gun salute a military band performance of the official presidential i had to say that real fast anthem held to the chief uh oh, can't can't with that he delivered short remarks at a podium bearing the presidential seal uh torture telling the crowd we'll be back in some form bullshit hell no hell to the nominee, nah, it A number of songs played as he boarded the helicopter, many of which featured prominently at Trump rallies. This included Macho Man, YMCA, as well as Fortunate Son, Funeral For a Friend, and Billie Jean. They all should have sued so he could not perform their songs. And if he did, it should have been legal liabilities. He already has countless of them. He's scared of Letitia James, and the Black Attorney General of New York, and he's scared of Carl Rous- R- Racine, uh, the D.C. Attorney General, Black man. He's afraid of empowered, over him, Black people, and just Black leadership in general, because racism comes natural to him. As Air Force One lifted off, Frank Sinatra's My Way played the song... Trump and his wife danced to during his inaugural ball four years prior. I can't fathom the, the dancing to shittiness because Trump and Melania are the epitomes of shittiness. Oh, including the Trump family too. Except Mary Trump. She's the only Trump I like. And the only Trump that is sane Trump's White House issued invitations for the event to many president and former administration officials. Several invitees who have been critical of Trump, such as Don McGahn, John F. Kelly, Anthony Scaramucci declined to attend. It's called smartness, people. He delivered his official farewell address the day prior and referred to inauguration of a new administration. Punk-ass motherfucker. In keeping with tradition, Trump left Biden a letter of support in the in the resolute desk. When asked about the letter, Biden stated that it was generous but refused to provide details. Uh, (sighs) Outgoing shit crack, Vice President Pence did not attend. After attending Biden's inauguration, he departed for his home state of Indiana, where a group of supporters, including his brother, Indiana Congressman Greg Pence, welcomed him. The welcoming of failed leadership. I have problems with that. Our White House online event. Beginning two hours before the onset of the inaugural ceremony, actress Kiki Palmer hosted our White House Inaugural Celebration for Young Americans, a live stream aimed at engaging youth in today's events. Dr. Biden addressed viewers in a pre-recorded message and historians Doris Kearns Goodwin and Erica Armstrong Dunbar discussed discussed the ceremony's significance. Nickelodeon special on White House Pets and PPS NewsHour. Student interviews aired along with other curated educational content. Okay. I'm going to keep on. Inaugural events. Presidential communications. The transfer of power includes the transition of official administration Twitter accounts at POTUS and at VP. Members of the Biden administration also assumed ownership of a number of institutional accounts, including at White House, at FLOTUS for First Lady Jill Biden and second gentleman for second gentleman, Doc Imhoff and at press secretary for White House press secretary, Jen Saski. New executive branch websites have been initialized. Previous administration's websites are in the National Archives. COVID-19 public health measures in attendance. Most traditional inaugural festivities were conducted virtually primarily mo- modeled after the 2020 Democratic National Convention. The ceremony took place outdoors on the west front of the United States Capitol, the site of every inauguration since Ronald Reagan in 1981. While members of Congress in previous, in previous years would receive 200,000 tickets to distribute it among constituents, on this occasion each member was allotted one guest ticket, with many taking their spouses. Only around 3,000 people would be permitted in the secure perimeter areas, and the total live attendance for the Perimeter areas, okay, and the total live attendance for the scaled-down event was to be just over 1,000 people with guests seated both on the inaugural platform and in front of the platform. The decision to limit attendance was made by the Joint Committee on Inaugural Ceremonies based on consultation with public health experts. According to historian Jim Bendat, COVID-19 prevention and security measures instituted for Biden's inauguration would make it the smallest ceremony since Franklin D. Roosevelt's fourth inauguration in 1945, when the inaugural was held at the White House before an audience of just a thousand people due to Roosevelt's poor health and the ongoing World War. Outgoing dickhead dumbass Vice President Mike Pence attended the ceremony by outgoing President The biggest dickhead dumbass, Donald Trump, chose not to attend. The first time an incumbent skipped their successor since Andrew Johnson refused to attend the first inauguration of Ulysses S. Grant in 1869. Former Presidents Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, and Barack Obama, along with respected First Ladies Hillary Clinton, Laura Bush, and Michelle Obama attended, while former President Jimmy Jimmy Carter and former First Lady Rosalind Carter did not as they were unable to travel. Former Vice Presidents Walter Mondale, Al Gore, and Dick Cheney did not attend. However, Dan Quayle did attend. For the first time in more than two decades, not every U.S. Supreme Court justice attended. Justices Clarence Thomas, Stephen Breyer, and Samuel Alito, the oldest members of the court, opted not to attend in light of the COVID-19 health risk, while the other six justices attended. Other attendees included the family members of Biden Harris, Biden's cabinet nominees, various ambassadors of the United States, and other dignitaries. For the first time, the representative of Taiwan United States, the country's de facto ambassador, was invited to attend a presidential inauguration with Sio B. Kim attending the ceremony. Um, okay, let me see how much time I have. I think I'm going to, not rush, I'm going to make this part two, and I'm going to publish it in five, four, three, two, one.